Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey everybody, welcome to the What Culture Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Taylor, joined by Ewan Patterson. Hello. And Josh Brown. Morning. And uh, there's more Arkham stuff happening again, because it's been more than a few minutes, and you know, why not? So you, you, as your <laughs> response to me was, you feel like you've been talking about these rumors in this potential next Arkham game for your entire life. I feel like they've killed me. They've literally, they are my cause of death. <laughs> it's been 84 it has, years. We must have, like, I've only been working at this company for, what, a year and a half? And even in that Thanks short 10. space of time. I yep. feel like I've covered this in news form, <laughs> breaking news form, hundreds and hundreds of times. What's well, happening today, Scott? Well, I'll get there, but good to you, and you've, you're on top of this as well. Yeah. You've done, most of the time, it's you coming to me saying, there's something new we yeah. should talk about it. I mean, because I love Arkham. Yeah. I do. Despite yeah. Arkham Knight, me not liking it, mm-hmm. uh, I think that series kind of, you know, back during when it first came out, it was a massive revolutionary kind of, you know, it was a watershed moment in the superhero genre on, on, uh, when it came to video games, mm-hmm. like with Arkham Asylum, and then potentially you could argue that the series declined, I would say it did. Yep. Um, but I've been very enthusiastic about them mining that universe some more because there's that, that series is so influential and not many people tend mm. to realize that like you had the whole advent of the vision mode cliche with Arkham games you had um, well. the, the, mm. the coalescence between like Zelda style platform and puzzle solving mm. with that free flow combat which is pretty much ubiquitous with the genre now so I think pretty yeah. much any like th- yeah any, any, any third person action game these mm. days tends to have the Batman yeah combat. and to be fair I was I love Arkham Origins like, I'm one of the people mm. who absolutely love that game I feel as so it's kind of there's people are really starting to reappraise it now, which is a really good thing. Um, but one of the reasons why I've been so enthusiastic to keep on div- divulging and diving into the, the absolute cesspit of Arkham rumors online is mm-hmm. because I'm really curious to see what they're, they're working on. You know, Patrick Redding, who worked on uh, the old Splinter Cell games, mm-hmm. he's the creator director at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that they had a Suicide Squad game that got canned. We know they had another Arkham game that potentially got canned, mm-hmm. but they have been working on something recently. So, so where on. we are today, and I the thing is I don't I don't actually believe this but I use this as a, a catalyst to talk about the state of um, both the way that Rocksteady's handled their press over the years since 2015 and there's the amount of rumours that have come out of Warner Brothers Montreal because yep. the thing that Ewan's referring to is Arkham Insurgency which was the first major well it was one of them anyway yeah. that was one of the first major leaks where we were getting told about there's going to be a Court of Owls game mm-hmm. and we're going to be uh, busting Joker out of Arkham and that we're going to have this big explore, explorative open world game again and um, the one that's broke recently is uh, Batman Arkham Crisis right. um, which covers a lot of the same ground 
Um, but the thing is, this is written up by the Gaming Junction, which is initially what got onto N4G and a lot of the, the news sites this morning, um, which made me sort of like drill down and go, okay, what's the actual source? And if you drill that down, you go back to where they came from. It's a YouTube video of a dude who is pulling screen grabs from a Discord of a guy claiming that they, they were a playtester at Warner Brothers Montreal. So basically, if you remember that scene from Ant-Man, where uh, <laughs> Lewis is talking about all the people he knows, except yes. he didn't actually know anyone this yeah. time, <laughs> that would be this story. But we did get the van, and that's what we're going to talk about. So uh, I they think it's... He gets a van? We have a van? We have a lovely van. van. It's a quantum van. So yeah, I, the, the, the thing that I think is worth addressing is that all of the rumors across the last... Because it has... We're going into the fourth year now. Um, there is always this weird through line of the Court of Owls reappearing, the idea of it being this massive open world with better um, traversal mechanics in terms of uh, vehicles and giving Batman potentially flight. The Batwing keeps getting mentioned in yes. these things. Um, but I think it's also worth talking about the, the financial reality of the Arkham series. Mm-hmm. Because do you guys think that we've had Superman rumors, we've had Suicide Squad rumors between Rocksteady and Warner Brothers Montreal. If they did, after all of that, go ahead with Arkham, would you guys be happy with it? Or would you be like, oh dear God, this is a step back? I, if, if it's Rocksteady, I'd think that may be a bit of a step back. They said they were done with sort of that like that Batman, not, not universe, but certainly that Batman mm-hmm. trilogy. So I think if they come out with another Arkham Crisis, that would be potentially a step back after like four years away, because yeah. that is quite a long time. Um, if it's WB Montreal, I think that's exactly what they have to do. They have to mm. sort of they keep that brand strong. And if mm-hmm. it's just Batman himself, that's really good. Mm-hmm. If Rocksteady came out and it was, say, an Arkham Crisis game starring a bunch of other characters, that might be something else <laughs> entirely because it's not f- f- solely focused on Batman himself. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I was, yeah. Oh, I was going to say because for me, this is where I, I, I don't trust Rocksteady with the Batman character anymore. I just don't. Narratively, Ooh. I think after Paul Dini, uh, you know, he did all the stuff with Batman Animated Series. Mm-hmm. He worked heavily on the storylines of both Arkham Asylum and City. And even though you could probably argue that those storylines had their issues, they at least had an idea of Batman. Uh, I right. feel so Arkham Knight completely butchers the character and that is just me personally I know I'm going to get a lot of hate for that in the comments but whatever I probably agree with um, you like, yeah. whereas with Arkham Origins there was a much more proper linear creative direction from uh, Duma Wenshu Ryan Galetta and I've forgotten the other I think it might have been Corey I've forgotten the, was it Corey oh, May? God, yeah, I can't remember May, like, yeah, and they all worked on that story and it was really really good and also, Montreal actually worked on a really good bit of DLC for Arkham Knight called A Matter of Family, mm-hmm. yep. which was a prequel in itself. It was all about Batgirl. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, if, they, if we are going to see another prequel, which is what this rumor says it is, and then brings in things that don't make sense at the timeline <laughs> well, whatsoever, yeah. then surely it should be Montreal. I would much rather Rocksteady tried the hand at a different superhero. So yeah, the write-up on Gaming Junction states that the next game is going to be Arkham Crisis, and does say that it's in development by Rocksteady, um, but then says it was leaked by a Warner Brothers Montreal <laughs> tester. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. Yeah. And then we've also got, like, yeah, the Court of Owls being uh, brought back as the villain, and we've got an open world map double the size of GTA V, um, sure, a 12-act <laughs> structure, uh, and it, that's the, this is the thing where it gets kind of crazy, because mm. they're saying that different characters are included, like Dick Grayson, like Jason Todd, um, but if we're in prequel territory, there's no yeah. way that Jason Todd could be involved. And exactly, yeah. like, the, the fact that they mentioned Dick Grayson going to Bloodhaven, he's already done that by mm. uh, Arkham City, and then he comes back to Gotham to help during the events of Night, and obviously we know that Jason Todd only becomes Red Hood after the events of Arkham Night. So if this is meant to involve the Court of Owls, which was a thread that was established through Easter eggs in Arkham Origins, it cannot have Red Hood because that would take place way too after mm-hmm. and also no one wants to see what happened after Arkham Knight because that's, that's one of the yeah. biggest things for me is that I think um, considering yeah if you want to do more rock, like you want to do more Arkham stuff you almost can't do it after Arkham Knight mm-hmm. although they could kind of pivot and say that like because Batman's disappeared and because like the Wayne Manor went up or whatever then maybe there's an opening in Gotham for the Court of Owls to finally reveal the themselves the only way I'd be I'd actually enjoy a game set after Arkham Knight mm-hmm. would it be if, if every single member of the Bat family sat around on a table in almost Gotham style 
everyone's just there like, damn, Bruce Wayne, he really, really messed us over, didn't he? Because like the way he treats his mm. friends and family and that, and I hate the ending of Arkham Knight. Even so mentioned bad. Us. I yeah. think, um, yeah, the way that Arkham Knight went, if you did the true ending, was that yeah. it was the assumption that Batman had somehow harnessed Scarecrow's weird like, fear The whole idea, it's like a really ham-fisted way of saying, you know, Batman's a symbol, not one person, yes. but then also it's kind of like, well, it's, clearly meant to, it's clearly meant to be Bruce after the whole thing. Yeah. Just, and so like to, like, but some of the things do wrap back around yeah. again to the Arkham Insurgency rumor in terms of the, the enemies and stuff, but I mean, do you guys think that it would have to be placed somewhere else in the timeline? I think, for me, it makes more sense to do it earlier on, but that means that obviously a, half, a whole chunk of this doesn't matter. Yeah. And then, but if they do tackle the Court of Owls earlier in the canon, then you're not really doing the Court of Owls justice based on, for me anyway, the way that I like to think of the Court of Owls as this massive, like, totemic force that were underneath Gotham the whole well, time. Well, that, that still works because, mm. like, if you have them, you don't have, the thing with, like, the canon for the Arkham versus, they clearly messed it up earlier mm. on with the way they, they set Arkham Knight being so many years afterwards. Like, I think that's implied that, that Batman went through, like, five Robins in the space of, like, a decade <laughs> with the way that the, the official canon mm. went. Uh, I think you can still have that historical element of the Court of Owls mm-hmm. um, to it. I guess, it, yeah, it's, it's interesting to me because you have the Court of Owls and they're such a great, great, great villain. But bear in mind that they were introduced during the New 52, which mm. only was, like, so many years into Batman's identity. So it's possible to have that story be formative earlier on. And if they redo some hokum pokum with the timeline, you know, comics because comics yeah, then comics. you could probably get away with it I would rather they did it because I'm trying to think I wish I knew off the top of my head I should have googled it mm. but the exact amount of years in between each installment because mm. there's more time in between City and, and uh, Night as there was between Asylum and City yeah. I think so there's still some potential fertile ground to slot something in in between Origins City was meant to be like five or eight years before Asylum yeah. which makes yeah. no sense whatsoever because he needs to go through like three <laughs> different Robins throughout that time he and then like the Batgirl and everything again. and it's yeah so that doesn't necessarily make mm. sense they can easily change that though it's, yeah, it's, yeah. You know, it's just PR. That, that's Josh, as the person who is perhaps the most done with, with this <laughs> stuff, um, do you find all of this to just be tiring? Well, this, this rumor in particular is quite tiring, mm-hmm. and you know, it's, you make of it what you will. But the idea of sort of, you know, is it a prequel? Is it going forward? Is it Rocksteady doing it? Is it WB, yeah. WB Montreal? For me, I'd rather just, I'd rather everyone to be silent, right? About it, <laughs> and just sort of let just them shut up. let them do it and come at us when they're ready. Because, like yeah. you said, WB Montreal have had their difficulties allegedly by doing the suicide squad game and mm. then moving on to Batman and then having a reshuffle and then it's is Rocksteady doing Superman is Rocksteady not doing Superman uh, we don't know no. but I would like to see what comes after Arkham Knight I mm. must admit that's kind of a weird landscape and I know you mentioned that you didn't quite like the way they handled Batman in that game you and I quite liked Arkham Knight I thought it was pretty good I liked it more the second was, yeah. time round more mm. than I did the first time round okay. um, I'd like to see what they do with that because it's like then they have just sort of the freedom to do whatever the hell you want because mm. it's like then it's just theirs then we don't have like the added baggage of like everything else they can just have their own vision and not worry about messing up sort of comics think, or um, mythology or anything like that yeah let's address one thing as well because um, you were saying like the reason that it feels so tiring is not necessarily anything to do with Rocksteady or uh, Warner Brothers Montreal. No. It's to do with the like the wider like rumor mill, which obviously we've contributed mm. to as well. But it's that side of it where you're just like every E3, it's like, is it going to be this E3? <laughs> every PlayStation experience, every Xbox conference, everything, we're always expecting the next big Rocksteady announcement. Yeah. And that's where like all the weight behind like, oh, is it going to be a Superman game? And oh, look, they tweeted a picture of a cake with a Superman logo on it. <laughs> and like we always kind of like get, <laughs> we get lost in that stuff. Yeah. And we kind of think that that's what, where it's going to come from. But like, do you think that like, because you were saying you wanted to address 
the fact that they're actually playing their cards really well. It's more that the fandom is kind of yeah. Out it's of like it's yeah. like us. Like I mean, we are sort of doing it right now, I suppose. But we're like going insane over because we want to know. Because I mean, like like we all said, this series is so influential, and mm. we've got two studios working in this um, universe that we haven't seen in four years. In WB Montreal's case, mm-hmm. even longer, except you know the DLC. Mm-hmm. And it's like obviously there is a ravenous sort of need for information. And I, I I have a ravenous need for it as well. Yeah. But it's sort of at this point like Rocksteady in particular sort of haven't really done anything wrong. Like not not that anyone has, but it's right. been four years since Night came out. Not quite. We're going into the fourth. We're year. going yeah. into the fourth year, and that's sort of about the average length between like the major kind of sequels. Mm. I mean, I, I can't remember how long it was between City and Night. I think it, it was, was three or uh, four. four years. Four years. And then we've so. waited like. Six years, seven years. This is the thing. Six like, years for Arkhamara for Montreal to do their next that's, thing. That's right. the one that yeah. scares me. I'm not mm. really scared about what Rocksteady's going to do next mm. in regards to the quality of it. Mm. We might sort of get iffy over the narrative of wherever that goes and how they deal with the characters. <laughs> the thing I am a bit worried about is WB Montreal's because yes. we haven't heard from them in so long and mm. with so many reports mm. of these cancelled games. That one is the one that worries me. And plus, about. that's the only element of all this that was completely nailed down was that they did have a Suicide, suicide Squad game in the works and it did get cancelled. Yeah. Yeah. And so, assumedly, that's because of the wider ramifications I, I, of the DC. I mean, I would say that recently we have now got a concrete idea of what Montreal are working on. You know, if you've been mm. looking at stuff that's been happening on Twitter, we know that they've uh, there is a Court of Owls type shirt that's been going around. Mm-hmm. Uh, potentially might be something to do with Wonder Woman as well. I've, I've been like combing through all the Twitter social media like a proper <laughs> creep. And uh-huh. I've noticed some Wonder Woman merch sitting around on some of their desks as well, which is obviously we had a Wonder Woman rumor that they're potentially doing mm-hmm. something there. Apparently they're working on two games. I don't know. It's, it's, it's one of those things where like, and when you see Marvel, and not to like you know constantly compare DC to Marvel, but when you see Warner Brothers have had this this really really epic gaming franchise on, in their hands mm-hmm. since 2009, and then since 2015 we've seen nothing. Mm-hmm. And you look at Marvel, who only recently did the Spider-Man PS4 stuff, and already yeah. there's talk of a gaming universe. There's the Avengers project coming along as well. Mm-hmm. There's a real danger here, I think, that Warner Brothers kind of fall behind. And this isn't... I, I enjoy the competition between the two publishers. Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, one good superhero game begets another, in theory. Mm-hmm. So it's a case of, you know, how are Warner Brothers um, not bringing these games to market? It's almost a similar situation to EA and Star Wars, I think, with yes. the sense that, mm-hmm. you know, we've had all these cancelled games that sound fantastic like you know a Batman Beyond style game with Damian Wayne that sounds really cool mm. but you know we've we've uh, in theory, these have all been canned at one point or another. So, what is actually going on? Because, yeah, the way that he has handled Star Wars, like, mm-hmm. it, obviously, because if you, you read a whole bunch of um, mm-hmm. like sequential reports as to which games got cancelled, and it seems like they're just like setting something up one side and then canning it the next week mm-hmm. or whatever. It's, yeah. you know, all those timelines kind of feel conflated. But the way that Warner Brothers kind of approach a lot of their IPs, like the idea that, you know, I mean, I always go to like Mortal Kombat uh, 10 having like paid for microtransactions. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This podcast is brought to you by Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates Fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it just makes hiring all in one place so easy because you just get unparalleled access to job seekers. Plus, listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash WCG. Just go to Indeed.com slash WCG right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash WCG. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. And then Warner Brothers, like the way that Shadow of War came out with all these like really horrible money grubby, like pay for orcs mentalities. And it's like, I, I don't, I just don't believe that the developers had that in them. I think that was mm. a Warner Brothers mandated thing. And I wouldn't be surprised if they are similar to EA in terms of they're getting all these potential superhero games off the ground. Hey, you guys work on this and the DCU will all roll out perfectly. And obviously that's just been so mishandled mm. that they've then gone back to those projects and just severed them in half. Mm-hmm. So it's like, how do they then go forward? And do they let the developers like, you know, take the lead on it kind of thing? But I it's kind of fascinating that, like the year comparison because by the sounds of it there's been like a, not mismanagement but certainly like said cancelled games mm-hmm. but I don't think I think the big difference is that even if you don't like Arkham Knight and think it was a step down I would still argue it's a good game like oh, no, I, speaking mechanically yeah speaking. I just didn't um, like the way it ended and I thought I hated the Joker stuff being yeah yeah, yeah yeah but I think sort of there's a better track record with what both WB Montreal and uh, Rocksteady have put out so mm-hmm. far compared mm-hmm. to what EA have kind of put out oh, yeah, oh I, just, I, mean, I, was, like, I was purely mentioning like behind the scenes right, stuff yeah, that's that we know that, that is coming out like I know we've uh, it's kind of actually a similar time frame if you think about it because the first the Star Wars game that EA, that, uh, EA published was in 2015 which mm-hmm. was the first Star Wars Battlefront and it's kind of been a similar time frame between then and now where you've seen loads of talk of like cancelled titles and stuff and mm-hmm. it's just it's disappointing because there is clearly such a there is so much talent mm-hmm. uh, at these yeah. studios again it's the case of like what studio isn't talented in, let's, in the year of our Lord 2019 so, let's talk yeah. about um, let's just say that these things are true and because a lot of them oh god no uh, are Insurgency and Arkham Crisis seem to read like a laundry list of things fan demands and say, oh yeah, this game's going to have this, 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 based on things that we all kind of wanted from Arkham Knight yeah. um, and the way that it could possibly go forward. But it is, I guess, worth talking about anyway, just in case, because a lot of these things do correlate with older rumors mm-hmm. that seem to have more weight behind them. Um, so one thing that's quickly mentioned is that Gotham will be way more populated, which was a common um, <laughs> like criticism of Arkham City Let's at night. Let's evacuate the city! <laughs> Poison toxin Oh thing. yeah, everyone's inside because of the snow, guys. Yeah, I mean, are we all also evacuated literally every single citizen when the scarecrow came around. Yeah. Did you know that? Apart too? from like seven that you've got yeah. to pick up for the sake of yeah. extra missions. Yeah. I wonder how but, that yeah. would like because I'm 
I'm all here for a populated Gotham City, and yes. I, I'm really interested in how that would affect the dynamic of actually being Batman, because so yes. far you've had this, exp- <laughs> in every single game you've had this walled-off place where only goons roll, roam the streets yep. and you do whatever you want. You're not, like, walking down the road high-fiving people and taking selfies <laughs> with them like you're in Spider-Man. Yes, I'll vote take that Adam West Batman game where you can do <laughs> oh, that in the 60s. I, that's the solution. I will admit that the second time I played through Arkham Knight, I played it wearing that suit, so yeah. I'm all here for that. With his little belly. I think that's, that's, that's an interesting point you raised there, though, because I've kind of been a big champion for Arkham to go linear again. Mm. Uh, I think mm-hmm. Arkham Asylum, you had that really great Metroid-style kind of uh, like semi-open world kind of thing, you yeah. know, backtracking, yeah. plenty of that. I think Arkham makes much more sense if you had a proper story mode uh, with the ability to go to different places and you just play a proper Batman story because when you introduce the open world element, there is the, the element of immersion breaking there. Mm. If you are just going around, walking around the streets as Batman because Batman wouldn't do that. Yeah. So in essence, yeah. if you give the people the toys to do that, you're also entrusting them with the ability of not, you know, breaking immersion because no one wants to be gliding from rooftop to rooftop. They miss a gargoyle or whatever. Mm. They come flying down and some kid's just there like, my balloon, because that's yeah. not Batman. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that speaking of immersion as well, one of the things that really jarred in, because I really liked that they had, they, they had the whole tagline, like, be the Batman, like, be the mm-hmm. bat kind of thing. And I liked that when you were sort of like jetting around Gotham, like, you know, gliding, hopping in the Batmobile, like mopping up some side missions, bringing in a, a super villain or whatever, it did make you feel like you were looking after Gotham the mm-hmm. same way that you look after mm-hmm. uh, New York as Spidey and I think that's a good element to go forward with but I do also agree that they lost a bit of the immersion because I hated the timeline of it mm. it was like all the events of Arkham Knight are in one night that's, and that's, yeah. that's, that's really another weird. trope I want the series to ditch completely mm-hmm. the all in one night trope because yeah. uh, the DLC for Arkham Knight if you play it the season of Infamy all of that is meant to take place in the same <laughs> night as well so like you have Batman like taking down Rachel Ghoul, Mr. Freeze everything and all in one else. night and it makes no sense and, it, and yeah. especially you know if they would I can, I can get behind the idea of an open world if they figure out a way of making it so that you are exploring this place it's all hyper detailed uh, and they can make the civilian element interesting I think it's just yeah it's, it's annoying because if you're in the Batmobile in a heavily populated Gotham you're also trusting players not to crash in because like imagine you're you're chasing after a, a, like a an enemy vehicle or whatever mm-hmm. and you're in the Batmobile and you do that cool little thing in the animated series where he sends a grapple out and it hits the, the lamppost yeah, and he goes flying around what if you do that and you clear out 50 <laughs> civilians there and then Batman's just there like well, in, uh, oh no <laughs> <laughs> it's like you know what I mean it's, yeah, it's yeah. very very difficult and I wouldn't be surprised if they are going to go open world again which they probably probably are, mm. that we're going to get another, oh, the city's evacuated well, again. In, uh, in Arkham Knight, we just had it so that his Batmobile auto-shocked people you tried to run over, or they dove out of oh, the way. Gosh, yeah. So it still was like a forced way to get around it. Mm. Um, something else they've got as part of this league is the return of multiplayer from Arkham Origins. I love Arkham Origins multiplayer. I never played it. Did you guys both play it? Uh, briefly. Oh, okay. It was re- I thought there was, it was done by Splash Damage. Right. Um, so again, probably another element of the rumor that doesn't make much sense because it was developed by a completely different mm. studio. Um, but it was really fun. They had, I thought there was massive potential for that mode but then like they could have had different factions it was almost kind of like Battlefront but <laughs> with the three different factions and you could play as the Joker and uh, a Bane and you had the different thugs going against each other okay. and, and during that you had Batman and Robin um, mm-hmm. fighting to take down thugs there was a clearly good premise at work there that you could expand upon like with more heroes different maps different oh, themes of gangs and stuff so there was a, it, it would make sense I feel like I think because um, there was that's what was that called like Gotham City Heroes no 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 no. this was for Arkham Origins oh okay because I was thinking Not 
not not the, uh, not the, the big arena one. Not the arcade game on about right. the actual, like, Arkham Origins had a multiplayer PvP. Element. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of yeah. with, like, the, the Predator-style stuff, yeah, the asymmetrical yeah. mode, and kind of like Metal Gear's thing. It's like one person is the hero, yeah. and they stay in the show. I thought it was a really interesting idea. Yeah, there's probably a way to make that work better if you sort of nailed down the mechanics, because they mm. mention in here that um, stealth will be difficult to master. That's, which that's again, that's the only part of the rumor that really makes sense to me, because, mm. like, if you think of Pat Redding's kind of history, mm. you know, he worked on Blacklist, he did mm. a bunch of other stuff. I think that's what Arkham has really been crying out for for yeah. a good few years now is actually genuinely compelling stealth and like we kind of went back to that conversation on difficulty ages ago mm-hmm. you know, the idea between empowering the player and making stuff genuinely challenging and it's yeah. all well and good making you feel like you're this this omnipotent godlike Batman <laughs> but at the, at the same end you know Batman is just a human and you need to maybe you know make players earn that empowerment rather than just handing it to them on a blue and red coded plate that was a bit yeah that was one of the only criticisms I think of well one of the many criticisms of Arkham Knight in mm. terms of how much they relied on the vision modes where it was like yeah maybe the world's greatest detective but you just turned up to a place switch through your five vision modes oh the smell modes okay I'll follow and this. again well, anyone could be the world's greatest detective if I had that you know who innovated in that regard first mm. Warner Brothers Montreal with the crime scenes from Arkham Origins <laughs> almost like it was the best entry it is weird that even at the end of Arkham Knight when they did the flashback of like, hey, great journey we've all been on, fans, All everyone's been sticking with us, and they just didn't even acknowledge that Origins was part of it. And that. then also the bloody uh, remaster not including it. I, yeah. I, I'm, I honestly, I've, I never get emotional about video games the way they've been treated, but I really thought Arkham Origins was given a dirty deal, it does both by hard. Warner Brothers and by the fan base, because it wasn't Rocksteady, and then mm-hmm. they came out and released a very competent game, I thought. There were definitely issues, definitely, um, definitely some bugs, and like you know, you can argue all day about repeated animations and stuff, I think it's kind of nitpicky. Um, but I think what Warner Brothers Montreal did was a very compelling story that they, you know, it fleshed out the lore of the world as well. And I think if they had another chance mm-hmm. to do their own thing, potentially not as a stopgap between the two Rock City installments, and, you know, let Rock City do their own thing that isn't Batman and yep. then give Batman to Montreal, mm-hmm. I think they'd probably get better success this time around. I think so. I mean, yeah, I mean, like the, the level of like script writing that's in Origins is almost like head and shoulders above what's in City and mm-hmm. Night. Um, but there is also like a whole gameplay benefit to doing something that's a smaller scale like Asylum but it just seems like the way the industry is that it'll it'll go bigger it'll yeah, be definitely. more about because mm. I mentioned another thing that's in here is that um, different, like I said different vehicle options will be a thing like we can be able to hop into the Batwing and take off and fly around Gotham but I don't know if that's something that you guys would want to see uh, maybe it yeah. depends how big it is I don't really want it to go into this massive open world territory like you guys I enjoy mm. the Metroidvania-esque Arkham Same, yeah. Asylum style much more mm-hmm. um, I think it would be cool though if we go back to multiplayer for a second mm-hmm. mesh the two things in mm. if the co-op mode that keeps getting bandied about you know, <laughs> having players helping you out I want to be up here in the Batwing right mm. flying about Gotham City right. while some great lad that I know probably won't use <laughs> uh, it is on the like bike on a, is, on, is on the ground on a bike or something like, right, that right. sounds like a really good synergy to kind of I completely agree I think I think the next element the, the next evolution for me in Arkham is you look at it kind of tie it back to the comics you know you have Batman he's very good at stealth very good at combat mm-hmm. well, how do we make that more compelling and then also the evolution of the character why don't we really focus on his relationship to his allies and mm-hmm. then empower players kind of like again like Splinter Cell did with the co-op campaign mm. where you had a linear um, oh, campaign camp- exactly and that was really good and I feel as though th- there is no reason why they couldn't make the free flow and the stealth work well together in that way mm-hmm. yeah um, it so, feels yeah. like Arkham Knight especially missed a trick not with the dual that. play yeah, yeah it felt like it was more like it, like incredibly primed mm. for another player to actually be there whether they were Nightwing or Robin mm-hmm. or whoever mm-hmm. and it 
just never came to fruition. It was kind of cool swapping between them, but it wasn't all that new. It felt it felt like a first step towards something yeah. bigger. Because yeah. yeah, one of the conversations that emerged on uh, Twitter after Ben Affleck left the role, the whole Matt Reeves new Batman thing, that they're doing a new younger Batman, likely mm-hmm. the same origin story, whatever it's going to be. Point being that the conversation at the time was like, why aren't we getting the Bat Family? It's something that the fans yes. have been following for so long, especially in the Snyder series. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you took that idea of like working with a character that you had in Night and take that forward on the gameplay mm-hmm. side, then you have a way to do more team up moves. Yeah. Or you have a way to bring another. Also, in the player. year of our Lord 2019, which also happens to be the 20th anniversary of Batman Beyond. <laughs> Just saying. Why, why, you know, we could get get Will Friedel back, get the awesome black and red bat suit back, mm-hmm. Commissioner Barbara Gordon. It's look, the best thing, folks. Look, why not? I'm not saying that would be the best thing of all time, but that would be the best Big thing of all time. I also, yeah. I mean, Kevin Conroy has, is an aging man, so mm-hmm. if you need him to do the old Bruce thing again, then which he already did when he was a young thing. man. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Let's talk about one thing we. Is <laughs> anything that you guys don't want to see? Do you want them to see them break? from tradition a little bit or are you happy with more of the same if that's what we get I don't want more of the same I think it's been too long for more of the same Same. I'd like to see the the, combat and the most yeah the combat and the stealth I'd like the stealth in particular for some reason that always irks me I don't want to be hanging around gargoyles and stuff like I was before Uh, I I want that to sort of be more fleshed out I want the combat to be a bit more fleshed out it got to a point in night where there were so many gadgets and so many ways to play that you didn't really want to use any of them you sort of had your own style and it was like why do I want to experiment Mm. it was the same problem I had with Metal Gear five oddly enough it gave me so many tools to use and I was just uh, like okay. I'm going to use the trank going all the way through because oh, I, was like no, in, I wasn't in compelled to use inflatable it. snakes distracting my enemies awesome in, phenomenal. awesome in theory I just wish it, I was pushed more towards mm-hmm. those styles I think there's a way to kind of alter the the mechanics and yet still give the player a certain mm-hmm. level of freedom where you want to experiment and use mm-hmm. them I would like to see that I would, I, I, with you guys I want to see them go smaller rather than bigger but I don't think that's going to happen yeah. <laughs> what do you want to see I can't, not want to see? I can't kind of want them to take inspiration from Telltale's Batman series. I want I want them to place a greater emphasis on the duality between Bruce Wayne and Batman. Yes. Because I feel as though the biggest mistake of Rocksteady's Batman is that they just treat Bruce Wayne as a cursory character. You mm-hmm. know, the, it, it lends itself to the cliche of, oh, the real mask is Bruce Wayne. Batman's who he is on the inside, which is complete bollocks. So <laughs> if they can actually make, um, a, you know, that would also get rid of the whole um, all-in-one night trope, you know, mm-hmm. actually have a story where you play as Bruce Wayne and Batman, a proper comprehensive look at the character that mm. has innovation to stealth that lets you embody the character in your own way I'd really really want that none of this fanning around with wanting to put your own mark on the character with like right. fake new characters because he wasn't a new character was he uh, Arkham Knight um, so yeah, yeah it's, really. it's, it's, it's just a case I want to see them actually go somewhere with the character and not lend itself into the cliches that we've seen in film and mm. comics and the I think the duality is a hell of a shout and it's worth pointing out that Telltale's Batman is a great, is a great game yes. to play especially mm-hmm. season one um, yeah the idea that because you, you're literally playing as Bruce in conversations mm-hmm. like talking to someone like Falcone and just thinking like I'm going to reinterrogate you when I'm Batman <laughs> yeah. and you get to do that and like yeah exactly. you get to be both sides of the coin there's there's so much untapped potential there that would be great in a, in a game with a bigger budget but you guys let us know what you think down in the comments below do you believe any of this hokum whatsoever or are you kind of us with us just feeling very tired by it all this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast I've been your host Scott Taylor joined by you and Patterson and joined by Joshua goodbye time bye Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. 
Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.